This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. He's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw him. Is it gonna be there? Yeah. Yes! Oh my word! Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday podcast. Sheffield Wednesday falling to another defeat against fellow form table strugglers, Birmingham City. And I have to practice this with Wayne Rooney's tenure yet to bear fruit, along come with what some have dubbed Charity FC. After throwing away a lead, we are now 17 games in with only one win. On top of this, on the day of recording, the 1867 group have released a statement about challenging DC and his words about selling the club. Is it a lot of text that doesn't actually say anything? Or uh, are you in the firm are you firmly in the DC out camp? Uh, joining me tonight is Holly, Ash and Stevie to make sense of it all and to try and work out why we're so rubbish. Now, um, oh, where do I start? Where do I start? Let's talk about Birmingham. International break, boring. Ash, great job on the live show. My apologies for leaving you in the lurch. And um, and boo on those uh, on those people that decided to turn up late, thinking they could turn up just after 8 o'clock when you decided to advertise that we're going online. F those guys. <laughs> my my favourite bit was like the first 30 seconds where it was just you and Charlie going, all right. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. So anyway, let's get into uh, let's get into Birmingham City to start with. Now, uh, Smash, um, you were there. How was your journey down? What were you doing? Did you uh, what were the pies like? Uh, I didn't have a pie. Didn't have a pie. Uh, yeah, it was good. Thanks, Dan. Um, obviously, you set off, don't you? Even even now these days, we we sense of optimism for what's going to come. Wayne Rooney's Birmingham. He ain't got a win, had he? Um, and only one draw in his six games, I believe it was. So he, he was in worse form than us. 
um, than Danny Rule, to be honest. So you're, you're looking at that thinking, yeah, it could be it could be our day to get our first away win. Uh, how wrong were we? <laughs> now, Holly, looking very festive in your uh, in your very festive home. Now, just for the listeners at home that weren't here for the preamble before we started, both Ash and Stevie both came on and went, it's November, what are you doing? And there you are with your tree in the back flashing away. So apologies if you're 28 days from... to go. Get on board. <laughs> What's wrong with you all? Ash has got some lovely shells that could have tinsel on there. Can I... Nope. Can... Can I also just point out, when we're talking about flashing away, we're talking about the tree lights. Yeah, for those <laughs> yes, on an audio... Yes. Uh... <laughs> audio medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for those who are watching it visually, if you do suffer from epileptic fits, I'd uh, turn your brightness down on your on your back. <laughs> um, H, um, I, I tell you what, look, I'm just going to go straight into it. I'm going to put the lineup up on the uh, up on the screen now. I, I saw this and I was trying to work out who was playing up front. Now, we had a return back for Byers, Volks and Bannon in the middle of the park, albeit the way that BBC have lined it up there is that Bannon was in a, a more advanced role with uh, Wilkes, Masaba and Windass up front. Now, one thing that I had there was the return of Ihekwe and we didn't really have a striker on the pitch. I mean, it, it, can Windass lead a line on his own? Well, when you say we didn't have a striker on the pitch... What strikers have we got? <laughs> what got your mate, Fletch. Got there are strikers in our squad. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you... I forgot Wilkes were a thing again. I completely yep. forgot it existed. <laughs> yep. Um, and then people sometimes say he's a striker, but is yeah. he? No, not really. I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I saw Windass once having a tear-up on, uh, online telling somebody that he wasn't a striker, he was more advanced forward, which apparently uh, is, is different, uh, you know. I, I know that some kids nowadays denote um, shirt number in terms of what position they are. So no, a number 10 means attacking midfielder now. So, And that's apparently according to BBC Sport where Bannon was playing. But uh, we, you mentioned Ihekwe the last time you're on, if I remember, sort of saying, where's he? Um, came back, he's still our best defender, right? Yeah, I absolutely love him. So I was glad that he was back. But then we seemed to, when we were playing it, we, obviously we've decided that we're going to play out from the back every time, even though we can't. And we never used him. We only ever went to Diaby every single time, for some reason, even when it didn't work. We didn't even use Iorfa, who sometimes can carry it a bit further. We just went Diaby every time. What's that about? What? What's that about, Steve? You you disagreed about Ihekwe being our best defender? I saw you shaking your head. Um, yeah, reality is he was only in because um, Bernard was playing for Jamaica last week. I think Bernard's probably the one that we kind of forget about. Um, I actually, I'll, I'll say it, I actually thought we defended all right first half. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, don't, I thought we were pretty solid. Um, the, the problem is we just have those momentary lapses of concentration, which inevitably every time it happens, we end up conceding goals. And then all of a sudden, the, the, those players at the back become, you know, they're, they're, they're victims or they're, 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 they're easy targets based on the goals that we concede. And you look at the highlight reels and everything else. And it's just it's, it's just such a frustrating situation. I thought Hecwe did all right. Um, I thought Diaby did all right. To be fair, it was interesting. I've, I've I've gone back and looked at the highlights just before we jumped on, and um, the EFL do do like a ten minute package, 
and they've got a guy who's got no dog in the fight. <laughs> there was the challenge second half where Diaby's jumped in and he's they've, they've taken the shot and they've blocked it and it's gone out for a corner. And this guy must have seen Diaby for an hour. He's turned around and gone, that's what you get from Diaby. Um, one minute he's giving you absolute nightmares, the next minute he's doing stuff like that. And I just thought, what an absolute... The, the, the best way to, to describe Diaby was in basically being sort of called out by a national uh, commentator who had not really sort of been following him or seen anything previously. That's just him in a, in, in, in a snapshot, isn't it? Well, yeah, to, to, to be fair, that, that's what he is. He's, uh, he's, he's blood and guts or, or bullshit, to be fair. Ash, that's a, we'll put that on the potential names for the podcast tonight, blood, guts and bullshit. Um, Go on, go on, Ash. Let's let's get into it. What did you think about the lineup? I mean, tell tell me about your day. Tell me how it went out, and we'll we'll chirps in. Did you feel like? I mean, do, did you feel temperature rising or anything like that? <laughs> uh, no, like I said, mate. I've got got ourselves down to Birmingham, and uh, yeah, a bit optimistic, obviously, for the said stuff I said uh, two minutes ago. And it's um, then the team came out, uh, and it was very much like. I, w- I was happy with the team, I've got to say. Obviously, no recognised striker is just there, but no, and Wilkes was a bit of a bit of a shock um, that he was starting because, like you say, he's, he's not had that much game time, has he? So, but obviously, he's tried to shake it up a little bit. Brought Wilkes in, and I thought Wilkes did actually quite well in the first half. Um, he closed the keeper down, did a bit of a sliding tackle, picked the ball up, cut inside, and, and hit the side netting, which was. Yeah, on, I mean, on that one, Ash, did you feel like he should have passed it, or is it nice to see somebody be a bit more greedy and have a pop? Oh, well, I'm, it's, it's a hard one because obviously, how many times we don't take chances? We always shout, sh- sorry, shout, shoot when players don't, but then when they do, there's always options on it. If you're looking in a cold light of day, he probably could have squared it. Yeah. Um, but he did have a go, and we have been guilty of not taking shots, chance shots. For, for a while now. Um, but, yeah, I thought first off, I thought we did well. Uh, i got to disagree with Stevie, as usual. Diaby was awful, man. <laughs> he was. He, I get he's a defender, and I get that bit. But why keep passing? And not just him. Obviously, the combination of Dawson and Diaby with this passing out. And then they did it. Must have done it about four or five times in a game where Dawson played it out to Diaby, back to Dawson, Back to Diaby, back to Dawson. Dawson kicked it, and we all know what his kicking's like. It either went out or it just went into the middle of the park where Bannon is obviously five and a half foot trying to compete for the ball. It just weren't working, and it was frustrating that. But I, get, I do get it. It defends. That's that's it. Um, but I've got to say, I think I offer um, first half, there was um, uh, their winger, I think he was number 17, looked pretty pretty pacey, but every time he even tried to knock it past Iofa, he'd got the better of him. We know what Iofa is like and he's got that pace to make up. Um, and it, it was it was first half, yeah, I think we did defend well. It's just the frustration with this playing out from the back. And I agree with what Holly says, like you've got um, you've got three very competent defenders who I think are all out on the ball and Diaby. And he passed it to Diaby. <laughs> And, Every and just time to, he passed it to him. It did. Just to change it up, like you say, I know it can't always work and it's great that Iorfa does pick the ball up and he does gain 20, 30 yards. 
and then shits himself and then obviously <laughs> he either loses it or tries to pass it and everything. But there is that option. Um, and it, it just, for, for whatever reason, don't go around, I'm not a coach, manager, it's up to the manager how they want to play. But it, it just seemed it, it, was, it caused more like shudders when he's got the ball than it did confidence. Well, so what would you prefer, Ash? Would you prefer just a big straight up oof to the right person, or just do you want to try and pull it out to the to the wing backs at least? Just change it up. Just change it up. It was like like Ollie said, it was just every time. Oh, obviously people will be looking and go, no, actually that one time he passed it. All right, majority of the time, I'll, I'll say it that that it was. Um, just try it a different, something different because it it didn't work. Uh, and I get why he's trying to do it. I didn't see whether it was only Diaby that was looking for the ball, though. Maybe well, if he's yeah. the only one shouting for it and they're all like, nope, not to me, no thanks, then he ain't got a choice, has he? But there were quite a few times where Iorfa were in an acre of space and they didn't even try. They just went straight to Diaby every time and they're probably like, yeah, go on, pass it to him and we'll have yeah, it in him. 10 seconds. We've got three geezers on him. Do you not agree, Steve? I saw you look like you were about to explode when he was slagging your pal off. No, no, it's, it's not that. I, I think the thing is, we, the bottom line is, Danny Rule is he's, he's, he's working with one hand tied behind his back and there's a bigger picture here to be had, isn't he? We can only put the players on the pitch that we've got. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if everybody was, um, if everybody was fit, firing, available, not jet-lagged or anything else, I'd question whether... In the first instance, Ehequi probably wouldn't have started. He'd have put Bernard in there. Would it have been Iorfa, Bernard, Ehequi? Uh, Iorfa, Bernard, Diaby and Femewell. Um, I'm not sure what he's doing in terms of playing the fullbacks. And I know people will jump on me and, and, and take the piss and talk about the Liam Palmer stuff. Um, right now, he don't fancy Palmer. That's fine. That's a conversation for another point. What we're talking about is the players that are playing at the moment. Um, he's shifted Iorfa out to the right. Uh, he's got Fameo in at left. That tells me that he's he's seeing things, and there's a there's a bigger conversation to be had about what's happening on the training pitch. Um, he's seeing things Monday to Friday, or in this mini period that we've had with the international break, where he's gone. That's my best setup. So Reese James isn't showing him something. Um, Palmer's obviously not showing him stuff. Uh, Marv's come in, gone back out. Uh, we've gone from a three to a four. Um, I don't know if that's putting square pegs in square holes for us, or as he looked at the way that Birmingham set up and gone, we'll work with a four at the back. Um, I don't know. Only only one person can answer that, or only one group can answer that, and we aren't qualified enough to be able to do so. Um, I, I take Ash's point. I think maybe if I, if, if I go back a little bit, maybe my, my response would have been better. Diaby didn't offend me as much as he has done in the past. Um, but, you know... This passing out from this passing out from the back is something that we're going to do. Um, that that that's his principle. Uh, he's going to play football like that. I, I. The question is though, Steve, do we have the players to no. do that football? No, you know what I mean. We we we've 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 leveled up. I think Diaby's leveled up. I think Ehekwe did okay. I think Bernard is is capable of doing it. I think Kaiorfa is not lucky he's able to do it because he's got the fitness the pace the strength the the, the physicality to be able to get himself out of the shit because he hasn't got a great first touch his, his touch will take him two three yards in front and then he'll bustle himself forward he doesn't just run he'll run when he's got space but he can run past players and and, and just barge his way down the pitch carney uh for maywell i feel a little bit for him uh he, he's a little bit maligned 
Um, we are getting more out of these players than I think I'd argue that, that, that they're probably capable of. And that's credit to rule in a, in a perverse way. Um, yeah. you, want, you almost want that, that back four where it, his back four, a back four that he's created with players that he's brought in to say, right, I'm going to have two fullbacks that will do that. I'm going to have Volks, as it was on, on Saturday, will drop in um, and we'll split the centre-halves that way and we'll go and get the ball and we'll go and play out from the back. Um, that will work when we've got the right personnel in there. You just, you, you're kind of hoping that we can cling on this season and then get to next season and give Danny Rule a summer two transfer windows to give the squad an overhaul, which let's be right, we need it. Um, and that's, again, that's a conversation for later on, maybe. Um, the players that we were big fans of last year clearly aren't stepping up at the moment. Um, my boy ain't stepping up or hasn't been given the opportunity to step up. And if that's that's the case, that's because he's not been showing stuff and he's not. they've not seen enough of him. But if the people in front of him aren't doing it either, then we've got some serious problems, haven't we? But that's well, yeah, two that... coaches that have put Fameo out on left. So two people think that he can do stuff on the left. Yeah. Like a, a, do you know what, Holly? Yeah, the one thing I, the one thing I'd say about that is we're we're all clamouring for um Reese James back, Marv back, this player at left back, this player to do that. We can do this and the other. You're right, Chisco didn't fancy it. Um Danny Rule clearly in, in, in a massive fan of what he's seeing at the minute. And if he means that for Maywell, and again, for Maywell, we've talked about this previously. Bless his heart, he's a, he's a victim of circumstance because he puts himself in there. He doesn't offend. He's a, he's a 6.5. You know, he, he, he's not liable to drop massive bollocks, is he? But the, the, the problem is we lose goals and we go, right, remember last season when in League One we had Reese James playing here, we had Liam Palmer playing there, we had that player playing there. It's whatever variation of... Benchitis. It's not Benchitis. It's it's the rose tinted glasses that we're looking at from last season, where we're saying these players are good enough. I tell you, the other one, um, George Byers ain't showing enough for me. No, I'll no. say it. You know, we 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 ranted and raved about him last year, and the thing that made me believe that he could step up was that game against Newcastle, where he's turned the lad inside out and laid Windass in. You're thinking, Jesus Christ, if he can do that against Champions League pushing Premiership players, Premier League players. Yes, <laughs> you, know, you did really well. Normally, I rinse him out for saying Premiership, yeah. and uh, yeah. it's not been Premiership for about <laughs> ten years. So, you know. <laughs> but that's where we are. He, he showed flashes, and at League One level, with due respect, um, I love the squad we've got. The you know that we, we hold them dear to our heart because of the season that we've had and the, the, the journey we went on. But the, ultimately, these players have been given a platform and an opportunity under two different managers, and we are where we are because they're not stepping up and doing the job. And you can you can name names. There's nobody that's stepping out. The only one, for me personally, I'd argue, is probably doing a, a, a little bit and is overachieved based on where he was last year. He's probably Dominic, Dominic Iolfa. I think I think Iolfa's made an improvement. But, you know, when, when you see the way some of these new signings were, you know, a, a bedded in, all right, you can make an argument for people like um, Dishon or, um, or Masaba. But the more I watch some of these players, I'm sat there thinking, "What the fucking hell was Chisco's plan? What did he have in mind? What, 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 what did he see in these people? Like, what was his, what was his, what was his plan?" But, um, but earlier on, Stevie, you mentioned uh, you mentioned George Byers. Now, Holly, did you remember how to celebrate a goal? Do you know you've done a goal? <laughs> um, 
Windass has bent in a free kick. It's hit the uh, it's hit, it's hit the L shape and uh, and by and we you know we've attacked the ball and and we've managed to put one in. And Byers was the man on the end of it. Now, albeit quite short lived, but for for a short amount of time there was there was much rejoicing. Right, I felt like some bad were going to happen. I waited for the offside and it didn't happen. So I thought, oh, I can celebrate this. And by the time I'd gone, oh, we fucked it. <laughs> before that, before that, Dan, though, there was the windass chance. Yes, I, I, I was, oh. I was, I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that that is bloody awful. That that will keep him awake at night, Ash. Right? Well, yeah. Well, he did say he doesn't celebrate in League One, didn't he? <laughs> he doesn't celebrate in the Championship either, does he? Completely different reasons, but the same yeah. outcome, right? <laughs> oh, come on, Dave. All right, it wasn't a wasn't the easiest of chances like a tapping like Byers, but at this level, when you have the chance, and we know he's not at a striker, out and out striker, at least, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was great balling by Bannon, um, yeah, and it was and it was great run. It did everything to create the goal right, apart from direct the ball in the right direction, um, yeah, and it just, oh, it was just one of those like. How the fuck's he missed? Sorry, language. How the hell's he missed that? It was that in the stands. It was like, oh my god, you know, because it were a clear cut opportunity. With we haven't taken them for God knows how many t- days, weeks, months, and it was just Ash. yo. It was the opposite end to you, wasn't it? Am I right in thinking it was the opposite end of the ground and where, it where you were? It was the far end, yes. So. <laughs> So you'd have been tucked to the right hand side of the post if I'm if I'm right in thinking. So your right hand side, so you're playing behind our right back, and that's in front of you. I, um, I think you're right. The ball's gone in, and it, it, it were great. I don't know how bad a miss it was. It looked absolutely horrific at the time. Um, was it as bad as it looked on the? Because the angle that I've got, I can only see it going wide from side on. Whereas you'll you'll have been behind it, won't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was behind it. Um, but I ain't got my glasses, mate. So you know it could have been <laughs> a fucking clue. I can't see that far. I said it to the lad. I said it fair, fair few times. I can't see what's happening. Um, <laughs> so so uh, when we scored, did you just go on what everybody else was doing? <laughs> what do we do here? I can't remember how to do this. Well, Daniel, I have a bit of an issue with uh, my bladder, so I have to go to the right. toilet quite regularly. <laughs> Uh, for for those listeners who've not yet turned forty, uh, what what happens is you tend to need a pee every twenty minutes, and you're not going to get through that. You're not going to get an uninterrupted night's sleep, and then uh, when you go further south of going for a pee, it's like trying to wipe a um, a felt tip pen clean. Honestly, it's a whole thing, and uh, you know, welcome welcome to the team if you are over forty, and if you're just on the vinegar strokes of turning forty, good luck with it. Go on, Ash. Sorry. Coming of age chat there. It was, uh, it was like, well, I need the toilet. I'm going to go to the toilet. Half time's going. I'll, I'll go to the toilet and I'll go for a pint at the same time. You know, it's always busy. So I went for a pint and stood in the queue. And uh, they had tellies showing the game and it absolutely went mental. So all the poor geezer just spent six quid for a pint ram still. It just went up. You know, like those videos. <laughs> it just went all up there, covered in everything. And... Uh, yeah, I, I missed. I missed the goal. I, but bear in mind, no, 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 I, missed both goals. I was going to say you missed sixty-six point six reoccurring percent yes. of said goals of the entire yeah. game, right? So, 
Um, so, so, so yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a great one. I am. So yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it went a bit mental on the concourse, obviously, and then it calmed down a little bit. And uh, by the time it calmed down and everyone turned back to look at order the beers, it's like Holly said, it was, uh, it was one all. And Did you I'm, feel like I am so so ready to uh, see what you have to say about their equaliser? So did you did, did you? I'm, I'm going to be really diplomatic. Did did you um, did Fudge remember the end of that sentence? He was going to say, "Nope, absolutely gone." <laughs> so uh, the last time I remember getting equalised against like that, I remember going away to Watford once, and I think um, Nicholas Alexanderson scored, and then uh, and then Mark Kennedy scored while we were still celebrating. If if I remember rightly, I remember that one back 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 in the day. Um, Holly. Oh, Ash! I'll tell you what it was. Ash, did you feel that that wind ass miss it was? It was there like a foreboding feeling where you thought this is going to bite us in the ass at some point. Not not putting that away. Did you? Did uh, you get? No, not not at the time because I've got to I've got to say that we haven't mentioned it. I thought Birmingham were awful as well. Were they? Yeah, oh, they were. They were mm. awful. They uh, the first twenty minutes. Every time the ball they passed it out to the wide, that it either missed the guy, the guy miscontrolled it, it went out. They they were they were really that bad. Um, and it's, underst- it's understanding how position they're in with the way they were playing. It, it was it was like they could not st- string two passes together, and it was frustrating that that we had the opportunity to go one nil ahead, and we had we had possession. We had some good pass- passages of play as well in that first half. It weren't like they were really bad and we were even worse. It was just like a, a not, it, it was a half-decent performance by Wednesday in the first half. And at the time, when Windass obviously missed, it wasn't one of them, like, oh, my God, it's going to go against us or anything, because we were we slightly were on top. Him. We weren't batching right. them. We were slightly on top, and we just... But it, but it was one of them. He missed it, and those, op- those opportunities, we just haven't put away, not just Windass, whoever it is that's been up front and having, having the chances. So, yeah, frustration it was. It becomes a I bit think- of a thing, though, doesn't it? Because we're, we're in the same situation um, that we're in last week, was it? Or the, the, the previous game, we talked about it. And, and I know it was a bigger bigger defeat when we, we went to Millwall. But until we scored against Millwall, uh, sorry, until Millwall scored against us, we, we were competitive. We've done all right. I, until the I, red I card at Bristol you. City. Until the red card at Bristol City. We were on top or we were competitive. And there's been, for, for every game that we've ended up either losing or you know, not not turning out under Danny Rule. There's a narrative. Bar the Watford game, I thought the Watford game is coming, and we've set up, and um, I thought we'd done okay. Uh, it was nil mm-hmm. nil. We've had the penalty situation. Then they've gone and scored, and that was it. Game done. But we we weren't necessarily progressive uh, uh, against Watford. I think the other games, Plymouth, we lost. I was going to, just going to say, Plymouth, we lost 3-0 against Plymouth. We were competitive until we conceded. Every game that we've lost, mm-hmm. we've either been in it or around it. And I know that sounds really daft to say. No, I, I, I agree with you because what you call what I call that is the a confident, a confidence flashpoint. So you've got, you've got a team who, under the previous manager, has been beyond woeful, right? We've got a squad that can't compete and we're getting our ass handed to us week in, week out. Now, a goal against some teams will be a goal against. They'll go, right, we've conceded, that shit, let's dig deep, let's try and get one more. To the confidence levels of our team, I think a goal against is going to have much more of a, a confidence, a, a mental impact, because you go, oh shit, 
here we go again. Because we spoke about the Millwall game. We sat here and said it's not it's not a 4-0 beat in that game. It just happened to be 4-0. There was a couple of individual errors and, and it turns out, you know, looking at stats, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. And, and even that one against Birmingham, we got the third XG for your XG enthusiasts. We have the third best XG in the league, um, but still came away with, with the L. Now, um, let's talk about the equaliser, H. A uh, lot of... Oh, fuck's sake. Okay, give me a minute. A lot of chat online about Dawson's positioning for the goal. Now, let's be honest, he did smash it through about five players. It got the... as well and went Hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got the visual aid. <laughs> uh, so here we are. There are five players in between Dawson <laughs> and, uh, and and the striker there, who, who, who in my head, I think he's just slapped it. I think he's just had a pop because they're 1-0 down. Why not? Let's just get a shot on goal. Is it really a Dawson's fault there, H? Because you're the one that tells me off for slagging him off. I don't think it is. I, I, I would question why five people need to go to the same ball. Because if Dawson saves it, it's going to 44 there, isn't it? So Correct. I, and this, this was my <laughs> issue with it, right? <laughs> you, you know, like, uh, Stevie, you've coached 10-year-olds. And, and Holly, you've coached football before as well. The, the, you know, there's a bit where you have to tell 10-year-olds not to flock towards the ball because you, you need to do your job. And, and all of a sudden, if something goes awry, you have to do your own job. And there's three players in and around our penalty spot there completely on their own. That, for me, is the biggest concern more than the goalkeeper there. Um, yeah. Do I think Dawson could have got an hand to it or made a better, you know, made a pop of it? You know, it did happen quite quickly, but I feel like his, his reflexes let him down somewhat. But I, I'm not pinning it on him. I mean, the, the internet's been very unkind to, to Cam there, right? Um, I I think it is more his fault than anyone else's. Go on, Ash. If you watch the video clip, the ball comes over and it's going out wide and then it gets deflected. It goes more central. But if you mm-hmm. watch a couple of things, he takes two more steps to his left when yes, it bounces central. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, of course I'm not a goalkeeper, I'm not a coach, I just see it as I see it. So if he takes, if he's the bounces central, he still takes two steps to his left. Then if he didn't, he'd be in the right position to at least just put his head on, whatever, no instinct. But he just puts mm. an instinct, just a little wave like that. It's not... Mm. And I don't... If he was more to the right, if he hadn't... Took, if, I know it's if, buts, maybes and all that. If he hadn't gone another two steps to the left when it went when it bounced central, then he'd have been closer to the right. And, yeah, he, he may have just thrown something at it or anything, but he just... It went central and he hit it hard and it came through a couple of players. But I still think he should have... I think... Something on it. If I can get, if I could proffer a diplomatic response, because I've got to tread lightly when it comes to talking about our goalkeeping situation here. Um, I feel that you're right, Ash. I feel that those two steps to his left absolutely knackered him because had he not taken those two steps, ironically, he'd have been in the position where he needed to be, where it would hit him square in the torso with the deflection. Yes, there was a deflection, but I don't feel like his positioning gave him a fighting chance. I feel like he. Let me see it I'll again. Put the back. <laughs> Here we are. So if back. he takes two steps back, then he's he's directly between where the ball is and four of our players. So did he take yes. steps to see, which didn't help anyway? Like, but yep. would you rather he stayed so he couldn't see it all until it was hitting him? Because he's got to be able to see. 
I, they, they all shouldn't have gone to the same ball. I'm, no, they I'm shouldn't. Sorry. It made it worse. They've made it a lot worse for him. He can't really do anything. <clears throat> if he stays where he can't see, we all go, well, he can't. what's he doing there? But We've got six players at fault for that goal, essentially, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah. Running around like 10-year-olds. What it comes down to, though, with both goals, actually, is they don't trust each other. If no. if they if whoever is if it's Bambo's the closest to Dawson there he's got four players that he can see ahead of him that have already gone to ball and he still and goes. He still went. they yeah, all yeah. went and then for the second goal Iorfa the fastest out of the defenders plays them all on side is that because he doesn't trust that they're going to do it because mm, he, he doesn't trust that we're going to block it you have to trust been a few... I think I, I agree with you, and I think that trust is difficult to come by, like I was saying about the confidence in the team, because I think if you look back, especially in the rules, Sam, there's been a good few goals that we've conceded where that's happened, where they haven't trusted their teammate. You know, that we, I remember one where Cam, uh, Callum Patterson was the one at fault, but went running back and ended up getting in everybody's way and, and, and all the rest of it. There's been a few goals such as that where they haven't trusted each other. And it's and it's a bit like, lads, come on, you're professional footballers. Trust your player to play his position now. But I and get we, your enthusiasm wanting to stop the goal, right? Well, and we complained of one of the goals against the for Millwall. Um, Dawson saved it and they all watched it. Is that because they didn't? Oh, sad are you on? I, I don't... Are, are you just... Are you just like, whatever I say, you're going to say the opposite? Is that what's happening tonight? Is that where we are? Absolutely, yes. Because you said you didn't like the tr- the Christmas tree, so you ruined it. Um, no. I, had, I had no I had no preference on the Christmas tree. I just no, thought just it was a bit 1980s, especially with the tinsel. I, I, you know, if you roll the camera up, have you got those paper decorations that, that concertina out? <laughs> yes. Brilliant. That's it. <laughs> no, I was using the Millwall goals as another example of them just not trusting each other. They just thought, well, it's gone past us all. That's a goal. When really, if they trusted they were going to get it, somebody would have followed it in to clear it. I think most of the goals is based around either that or we're reading the game much slower than the championship players are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're quick. Go on, Ash. Rather than I think, ever. I think, uh, I think obviously the, the, the time is scored and we know it was like three, three plus uh, four, forty-five plus three, uh, and that just knocked us going into going into the second half. I think coming out of the second half, it was like a different team. It really was just. I, t- I tell was... you what, Ash, just on, just on your point to accentuate your point there. So I was looking at these stats, right? The stats are on the screen right now. There's a lot down the middle there, and we've actually uh, they, that's Millwall, with... Daniel. Sorry, <laughs> yep. they've they've come up with more All shots right. than we have, but most of it's down the down the middle ish, right? Um, is are, are we recapping Millwall, there, Daniel? Oh, when you said Millwall, <laughs> yes, yeah. excellent. Sorry, on your point on the stats, why don't you tell me some more stuff? Because uh, I fucked it up. Let me dig you out, let me help you out, mate. I've got the stats here, mate. <laughs> right down the middle, as yeah. you can see. <laughs> you, you, need yeah, yeah. Clear out, you need to have a clear out of the graphics, mate. <laughs> yeah. The, the ironic <laughs> thing is, I did, and then put the Millwall one back in. So, uh, completely. Nice out. one. So, yeah, look, look we, we, we know that the, obviously the, the possession percentages under Cisco was abysmal. Uh, and we are hovering more round about the late 40s, 50s now, aren't we, with, with yeah. rule? So, there is. There is an improvement in that. 
shots on target for it's still still too low in it it's conversions as well so yeah and that's that's so, that's essentially the st- statistic that matters yeah. right i mean we can talk about xg and stats all day but who got more goals stevie before i wrap birmingham up have you got anything to add because i feel like uh, you know I've, I've left um, you to it a little bit while I was staring at Ollie's shitty Christmas decorations. <laughs> the, the, they're all right. They're all right. They, they, yeah. that's, all, that's all they are. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the, the first goal, just very briefly, I won't, no, the, the first goal, it was interesting to see we've set up exactly the same way we set up for the first goal against Millwall. However, um, we've gone player for player on the edge of the area. We've still kept the zone. We've gone player for player on the edge of the area, uh, which was different. Um, I, Dawson clearly, Dawson clearly steps to the left to see beyond the crowd, um, which to play devil's advocate, I'd argue is perhaps just an unfortunate circumstance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I, I got right. no issue if, with, if, with. If I get it up again, if let's say the ball goes round the right-hand side or as we're looking at the left of Diaby there, Dawson's in exactly yeah. the right place for that, right? If it curls around if you take, it over the top of the five players, didn't it? Yeah, if you take, if you took the players out, if you took it like a spot the ball sort of variation, you took our four or five players out and it was just him and Dawson, then you'd argue that Dawson's at least yeah. a metre yeah. and a half, two metres too far to the left. But Dawson, yeah. you can see if you watch the video, is actually looking to, um, to to see where the ball is. And to be fair to the kid, he's hit the ball. And my initial thought was, Diaby's got to get in the way. And I've seen a couple of bits on, on socials around um, it not being, us not having enough about us to try and close the ball down. I think that's actually what we did. Um, Diaby, Diaby, Diaby flinches because the ball's coming at him. Now, I defy I mean, anyone. This is a geezer built like an eight dimple Lego yeah. brick and all. Like, you know what I mean? One, one, 100%. And it's just your natural reaction. He's, he's he's not tried to throw anything at it because he's hit the ball so hard. He didn't have an opportunity. He's just, you know, he's, he's flinched. And you can see him flinch. Um, I think I think the first goal is, is, is actually unfortunate. And on reflection, whilst I was maligning Dawson on Saturday, Sunday, I think it's, it's actually just one of those things that is a yep. bit frustrating. Um, the second goal... I'm, I'm, I'll be controversial and I, I don't blame the defenders for the second goal. I think if you look at the way that the ball broke, um, there is, I can't believe I'm going to say this, George Byers is halfway line and he just trots back and we have enough defenders. It's just the players, the Birmingham players that are advancing and our midfield doesn't track back enough and we create, it creates an overload in our area where James goes and scores. And um, everyone else moved forward like apart from my offer though, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> Everyone Say again, stepped, sorry. Everyone stopped, stepped up apart from. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at. That, and I think sorry, he's just on. doing it. He's going to use his pace to get back, but that's not the issue in that case. Everyone moved up. He was slow to move up, and I think if he'd have just stepped up one, one, one pace, they'd have been offside. Mm. And I think that's mm. what they all, they all did. But obviously, he got it wrong. But yeah, yeah, again, that, 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 away with it. That but, phase yeah. is sorry. Sorry. That that phase that phase has happened, and the thing that stuck to me was Byers with his hand up or waving, uh, you know, five seconds before the ball goes in the back of the net, and then the ball goes back in the net, and I'm thinking, why have we not got our players busting a gun? 
We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Regardless of whether it's... Because you can... Like, the, majority, the, the majority of people are actually doing that and they're going, right... Um, it's easy to go, I offer was out of position. It's easy to go, um, there's a, a, a disparity between the back line in terms of who was standing where and what have you. However, nobody's nobody's pointing out that there's an overload of Birmingham players going forward and our midfield not busting a gut to get back. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm offering but, a balanced argument else. Yeah, you know. but if, if I offer steps up with everyone, then they're all offside, aren't they? Instead, he plays them all onside. Even if he gets back into a good position... It can't defend against everybody. Mm. Like so, what? So the best, the safest thing to do is to step up with everyone, and then they're out of game, aren't they? Instead, he just trots about doing whatever. Even if he gets back, he can't. Like they'll just pass it around him, and it's a goal anyway. So, but but, but this goes to that that the, the the overarching point that we were talking about 20, 25 minutes ago is that we are just literally being punished for every mistake that's being made, and yeah. it's a it's a momentary lapse. Momentary lapses in all in in every game that we lose. Every goal we're conceding seems to be somebody just switching off for half a second. For that, for that, yeah. and that you know, the, we, you can then go to the, the the other point is we're not able to do that because we don't have the quality at the other, the other end of the pitch. And and I, I I agree with you. I I, I completely agree. <laughs> now we ended up losing two one to what was as Ash says a pretty poor Birmingham side who haven't really been able to string anything together. Um, now, what that did was add fuel to the fire of the uh, discontent growing around Dapon Siri. Now, prior to prior to this statement that the 1867 group have have released, uh, we spoke about it on this show before, and I, I, you know the the response was quite lukewarm in terms of how we felt about it just on this show you know what i mean so what i don't want to profess to do in talking about this statement is speak for everybody i want us to speak about it in a way where how we believe us personally are coming from um and i think last time i i likened them to we aside jack from the yorkshire ripper uh debacle and uh, that that caused a right old storm and that you know the gag was there and you missed it. So, you know, come on now. But so what it done, they've released a huge old statement and uh, I've taken a couple of excerpts from it. I'll go first. Um, and there's a few things in it that I kind of want to want to pull at. So um, we'll, we'll go we'll go with this. We'll go with this one here. And, and it says here the consortium has also made requests for information from the club. So, you know, the, the, the statement starts with that they are uh, that they met with Dapon Chansiri. 
Um, so the consortment also had made requests for information from the club, but as far as we were aware, we've not been met. The takeover appears to be exactly as what fans desperately want. Uh, there is a promise of investment, just not in the first team squad, but also in the academy and infrastructure. That will secure the club's long-term future and importantly reunite us with our club. Now, there's a couple of things in that sentence that I just want to kind of pull out and I wanted to know what your guys, uh, what you guys' thoughts were on it. Um, there is, uh, there's an issue here that, that, you know, there are points where someone's in this camp and someone's in this one and I'm kind of agnostic about it all and, and I'll get into that later on. But there is an element here of the takeover appears to be exactly what we as fans desperately want. Is that true? Are you are they speaking on behalf of you three? I mean, what 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 do you think? Has anybody got anything they want to add to that? Well, they're not they're not telling us what the takeover is, other than saying that there's a promise of it. it it's an over it's it's a holistic statement that's saying if somebody comes in, they're going to invest. We're going to put money into the academy, the infrastructure, and we're going to put money into the first team squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you ask any person at any club if you want to refine, improve that stuff, then yeah, everybody wants that. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to be the, the the person, and I said a couple of things the last time we discussed, and it's nothing. I, I come with nothing but love for everybody that's supporting Sheffield Wednesday. We've all got ways and means in which we're we're, we're trying to, you know, support the club and, and and you know put our opinions across. But what? The takeover appears to be exactly what the fans desperately want. What is it that the takeover is? And right. I know that sounds ridiculous. I know that people, you know, 1867. Oh, we're back to Red Dwarf again. So what is it? Yeah. But they, yeah, my point is, it may very well be. That, and people will be listening to me going, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you're chatting absolute nonsense. You know what the takeover is. Tell us what it is. We've met we've met Chancery. There's a, a takeover on the table or an offer of a takeover that, that, that's coming, and this is what all the fans want. What has been offered? Yeah. Do, Go on. Do you, not, do you not think it'd be a bit irresponsible for um, the 1867 group to to put that sort of information out? Because obviously they must have st- spoken to somebody or somebody representing this group or these groups of people that um, are looking to obviously take over Sheffield Wednesday. They must know. They Obviously, they must have fact-checked everything because obviously if you're coming out with this sort of thing, there's going to be repercussions if it's not factually correct. Um, I don't know. Would Should they or would they ever, or, or even a, a potential buyer, why would they go to through a um, basically a, a group that's trying to stir up Obviously, they, change the change. Why would they? Mate, them? I don't, you, I don't you, know. I ain't got a clue. You, you're absolutely right. So we're talking about a consortium, right? Um, we will. It's almost like 1867 group uh, are a middleman, um, yeah. and they're they're, they're, they're working between. Yeah. So who's going to go to this group? And, and again, this isn't me being negative towards them. I don't agree with what they've done in terms of the the protests. I don't agree with what is being said in terms of statements and, and things that are going on. And I'm, you know, I got hammered for saying, let's just put this to one side and get behind the club a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And what I meant by that was the on the pitch stuff, uh, yeah. because nothing's going to change. Nothing was going to, nothing is going to change between tonight and January. Um, it won't but, happen. But what they're saying is that obviously <clears> if, if people have that attitude, then nothing will do. So that's what's you know if every, you know 
if everyone has that attitude, then it won't change. So they're trying to change people's yeah. Yeah. attitudes. I, I, so if I, one I, person, I, then five, then ten, then fifty, then a hundred, that sort of thing, isn't it? But, I, um, abso I absolutely get that. And again, go back to the first point. If somebody somebody was to say to me, right, we're going to have a, a, an investor coming in or a consortium coming in that is going to overhaul the infrastructure, um, we're going to you know, renovate the stadium, we're going to look at the... Um, there's no real affinity towards Mid Middlewood Road. If we could get somewhere in the vicinity to build a, a a training complex that would, you know, allow us to to do this and the other, that'd be absolutely fantastic. Of course, we all want that. However, everyone would want that. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> you know, saying right now's the time, just sitting back and not accepting it, and and so on and so forth. It's it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like the right approach to me. Because I, we aren't going to we aren't going to change what. it in the next month. There's a, there's ways and means, and I think having an audience with Chancery and inviting Chancery to publicly say I've met these people, and maybe put the ball in his court and say, look, we're we're going to speak rather than be, and this isn't a criticism. Rather than be faceless, um, you know, let's say I am person X, um, my I've name's Jack, some amount of money, and, and I've got this, and money. I am that, and this is what we're going to do. This stuff isn't existing and we're talking about forgive me i don't know the circumstances around reading what i do know is or, or other clubs like this that are in similar situations that these guys are in uh are getting involved with what, what i would say is it's not making you, you're not seeing clubs making a, a significant difference by taking the tack that we're taking at the moment i just think it's going to get chance series back up and i think we yeah, there are other ways of because, doing he, because he's volatile that's that's what puts him holly are you in any supporters groups you, you, you know wednesday night's a long-standing supporters group as is uh you know north Yorkshire owls you've got london owls are, are, you, are you in any are you in any of those um, I'm just in the women's supporters group. <laughs> okay. So I, 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 I tell you why I asked, right? I feel like 1867 has, has come out from nowhere anonymously, planted their flag and gone, right, everybody's got to follow me. Now, if there was a period of time where it started as a supporters group and people got behind and they, they measured the general consensus and it, and it built from there and it was a lot more of a measured bit of feedback, would you not feel a little bit more trusting in terms of in terms of where you'd place your loyalty in terms of this? I feel like they are doing a lot of I or we speak for everybody without... Yes. Um, <laughs> without asking. Although I don't want to be called a good customer or I'm not supporting the club in the right way by commenting one way or the other on this because it's just not all about that. But... Uh... Right. <laughs> I, and listen, I, and I'm I'm going to go on one of these two minute rants here, and and and, I, and let me let me just come at it from a from a perspective here. So there's um, there's a point where you've got an owner of a football club. Now the world has moved on from, and the the the, the example that people use is cloth caps and going with your dad and having a rate old time, and we're going to go there, and, and it's and the world's moved on. And appetite has moved on, and club ownership has moved on from what it was in the 80s and 90s. Now, and I need to be very clear about this I do miss those days. I love those days where it was us and our and we, and it was our club. But football clubs are now an asset. Football clubs are now, they have the earning potential for overseas investors to come in. We are no longer. Uh, so, for example, I've got one here, right? It says here Sheffield Wednesday Football Club is a community asset. That's 
that's a very well worded way of putting it creates jobs and it's and it's something that people go to and then when i mentioned the reading excerpt here it says we will no longer quietly accept the continuation of the yo-yo in between the championship and league one with fans being priced out to watch their club i completely agree however given the way that the club ownership has gone depon chancery does not give two shits about how, the standing of the club within the local community and he's already gone on record and said, your money doesn't doesn't keep the club afloat. Us buying shirts, us buying tickets. According to him, it doesn't matter. The only way that we're going to stay alive as a club is for getting funding from him and the assets that the club builds. Now, it's now become a big, massive conglomerate, you know, a corporate affair as football. Not just Sheffield Wednesday, all football clubs. So us protesting about it, with our cloth caps on and our rattles, like it's the 60s, going, get out of our club, in in our club. And don't get me wrong, I need to be very clear about this. That is a shame. I, I don't like it, but I'm, I'm just going to say some home truths here that people might not respond well to. But it is his club. It is his toy. It is his thing to play with. And there will be no other way of getting the man out of the club because, like Stevie says, he's so volatile. If we're still going to go and pay our money and buy the shirts, and yes, it's awful. Yes, it's shit. Yes, we'll lose our seats that we've had for the last 20 years. But if we're still paying our money, we don't really have a say. We, You know, the only way... And, and it's awful. And when you dress it down, and there'll be a point now where you'll be blind rage going, fudge, you absolute prick. You, you, you know, you've, you've sold your soul. Who do you think you are? And when you think about it, you know that that's the only way forward that we're going to do. As soon as we as fans make Sheffield Wednesday a non-profitable business, then and only then will he consider getting rid of us. We've got the highest tickets in the league. We've got the highest shirt prices in the league. And we're still paying our money because we've got that doe-eyed look upon going to the football like stevie you know ash you go with your kids ollie you you go with your dad like you know that's that's what it means to you but chan siri doesn't give a shit about that he doesn't and it, and it's awful and it's bad and it's terrible and i i am not condoning it but that's the hard truth we're still paying our money and for us to start chucking tennis balls onto the pitch and start um firing back against chan siri it's the equivalent of you know, protesting outside Primark because you don't like what they've got written on a hoodie. It's it's the same sort of thing. John Primark doesn't give two shits. He don't care because people are still spending money in Primark and we're still spending money in Sheffield Wednesday and it's crap and it's rubbish and it's awful. But to, to go in and go, this is our club, to somebody like Dapon Chancer, it will only push him away because it's not our club. In his head, it's his. And that's that's what that's where we are. I would, I personally, like I've said before on this show a number of times, I would prefer him to learn. I'd prefer him to understand the area that he's in and how much to charge based on the area and the country that he's in. I'd, I'd, I'd hope he gets better football people around him because, yes, we are genuinely paying for mistakes that he's made over the last eight years. We really are. And that's why we're yo-yoing. I want him to learn. These people with the who are completely in the DC out camp, they've gone. Well, why? It's been eight years, and I can completely understand why they've come to that thought process. I get it. I'm just not there yet, and I don't like being told that that's where I should be. Does that make sense? Yeah, man. I'm fucking astounded that there is someone called John Primark. You. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that the geezer's name? No, it's not. I, I didn't know. I, before I embarked on that speech, I realised I didn't know who the CEO of Primark was, so I just went with John Primark. And, and you know, him and his mate Alan Netflix producing subpar no, materials it's, it's on television. Paul, Paul Primark, that's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think, just, just sorry, I'll, I'll be very quick and then I'll, I'll shut up. Um, I, 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 I pretty much agree with everything you said. I think where, where I am, my concern with what is being done by the supporters group such as 1867 it's not because i disagree with them per se i just mm -hmm. don't necessarily think we're going about it in the right way and if we are yeah, talking releasing boring. if we're if we're talking about releasing statements tonight that are saying that this has happened and that's happened that's fine and if you have got an audience with a consortium that is offering to put this 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 and this in um it needs foundation and i know that there it might not necessarily be the point where we can say that this is the foundation, but I think before we start releasing these sort of statements, we need to be saying, right, let's get all our ducks in order. Let's have an audience with Chancery and let's make, let, and they're saying that they've had that. Am I right in, am I right in that? It, it infers that there's been a meeting. So the, the, the comeback from the club seems very, we've heard all that before from Chancery, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. So if we are in a position to say, right, there's a consortium here that is going to give us everything that we want and Chancery is going back on his word. I now fully expect Chancery to release a statement at two o'clock tomorrow morning. Um, he's going to have Joe Cran and Alex Miller up at 4am. They're uh, going to Joe's be on holiday, at least. Uh, <laughs> I think he may be back. on Joe's day off. That is the yeah, that do is. you know what I mean? Alex will be typing in, in between feeds saying that this, that and the other's happening. You know, it's, it's, it, we don't, I guess what I'm saying is don't poke the bear because we, we were in, we were, we were up in arms about what happened before. And I know people might say it's a softly, softly approach. I, I, you, you, you go softly, softly around minefields, don't you? <laughs> yeah. And he is, he is, he has got the personality is, of a minefield. He has. He's a walking, and, he's a walking stick of dynamite. He owns the club and the stadium and we're going in, calling him all sorts of names. And we're like, well, hang on a minute. If there's no club, he can he can Thanos it, and there's no club. If he decides there's no club in his head, he'll go, click, that's it, you're all shitted. And we're all down queuing up for season tickets at Alam FC and, and, and Sheffield FC and stuff like that. Holly, go on, where, where do you stand on it? I, I spoke for a long time there, and I've not heard <laughs> your voice in a while. You guys are going to get cancelled <laughs> again. I haven't said anything. <laughs> oh, no, not Ash, just... Uh... Stevie just like just like many of the girlfriends I've had in the past, I'm not there yet. I'm not where they are yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I, I'll. <laughs> I just I, I I don't I the, the I feel like the to, the so the eighteen sixty seven group are too antagonistic to other fans that I feel like. Whatever I say, I won't be doing it right. So I'm just not. I'm just gonna yeah. stay out of it. it it's, a hot <laughs> it's a hot topic, and uh, and Holly's gonna have splinters on her ass. Uh, there is one. There's one last bit uh, that says, uh, and I think I flashed it up there for a second. It says, "Community asset. It belongs to the fans who support it. We are Wednesday fans until we die, regardless of who is the current custodian." A, a phrase that Chancery we know finds quite. Uh, objectionable. We do not consent to be in a national disgrace as the plaything of a naive and incompetent owner who has proven beyond doubt that he does not and will never have the ability to restore this club to the top tier of football. These are harsh words 
and we know that that's that's designed to get a uh, to get a reaction. Um, what you, I think you might be right. There might be a statement at three, four in the morning. I think uh, if you're watching Alex and Joe, brace yourself because uh, you're getting up early tomorrow. Yeah, I can just imagine Alex with his newborn doing the midnight feed, opening <laughs> opening Twitter and going, "Fuck, uh, I'm not coming back to bed, babe." Uh, I'm <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, where do we go with that? Uh, that I, I, I don't, I, I don't know what to say. I, I feel like. I'm being represented in a way that I didn't consent to. Is that is that wrong? I uh, no, not at all. Um, so obviously, I went on Saturday, Birmingham, mm-hmm. and on the concourse uh, before the game, there was there was one. What I saw, obviously, it could have been a lot more if earlier or later. There was one run, rendition of Chancery get out. Then on the on the. Uh, on the stand, game kicked off, playing. Um, I personally didn't hear, hear anything else until we went two one down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, but that, but previous to that, did did someone did have a flag? So someone held a flag up. Two guys held a flag up and said, "Chance here to get a sell up or get out, something like that." Um, and then the chanting started, but it was very minimal, it, five or six maybe. So I think that's the thing that that. They've obviously got thousands of followers now. They've got people signing up, whoever they are. Um, but it's for them, I imagine, it's translating that into actually like people having the bollocks to actually chant and sing and be obviously vocal and, and very, um, what's the word, front-facing at matches. So they, they've, part of the 2,000 that have gone to the, the game, and I always hats off to anybody who, who pays away games, home games, everything. I'm... I'm not going to say anything against people that do that because it's not cheap, is it? And we know that. Um, but I think it, it's they've got they've they've saying they've got all these things, and I think for them, and I'm not I'm not part of that. I'm not anything. Uh, is the it seems like they're they're doing all these things, but it's not translating to physical, not physical. Sorry, that's the wrong word. But you know, actual. like actual stuff. Yeah, hmm. um, they put a banner on the the. Um, the gates didn't they one night and took it took a photo then took it down oh, 10 minutes later yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. then that banner that massive banner wasn't at the gate i i was expecting that to be at the birmingham yeah it walking quite, down the street with big. it or something like that see who joins on with it i i and stuff I, like that but i probably it seems like they've got, with it yeah it seems like they've got and these guys who who did it apologies it might they might not have been part of the 1867 so apologies for that mm-hmm. they may have just been obviously two three four five disgruntled fans that are voicing their opinions um, but like you said there, that the way to do it is, I imagine, to to not go to the games. But people are ingrained with Sheffield Wednesday, aren't they? Yeah. It's their life. It's part of the, um, yeah, and it's part of their week, mm-hmm. weekday, week, weekend ritual. It's the mm-hmm. friends. It's the family. It's the time away from work. It's all that, and that's what they're fighting against. Because mm-hmm. for for. And I'm a guilty of it for all the crap that I say and everything. I still go away. It's still yeah, I, I go. I go. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. You know, I live in Brighton. It's a four-day camel ride. Like, you that, know what I mean? And I think that's their bit. That not that they won't have uh, social media backing or people email. You know, like the thing. But it's the it, it's the it's the backing of hardened Sheffield Wednesday fans. That it doesn't matter who the owner custodian is or who it is. Is will be paying their 
nigh on £700 in some places season ticket, £65 for both shirts and for little Timmy and little Jilly or whatever. You know, the, the family thing, laying hundreds and hundreds of pounds out, it's them because we are just like that. And they're like people like that in every football club. And that's because, what's being exploited. That for me, and that's what exactly that's been exploited. But that's what the mindset. If these people want this, are, are up against, aren't mm-hmm. they? Um, yeah. I, I also think, like the problem with it is that the, the, they did so bad that first time before they deleted the X account. Yeah. That they did that bad that the, if they'd have come back and rebranded as something else <laughs> and done the same, like <laughs> the new stuff, they might have been all right. But I feel like people are at games thinking, really, after that, yeah. the few things that didn't go well. <laughs> but, like, in theory, the more people, like with the chance theory out, the more people that sing it, the more people will sing it. So, there'll come a point where at a 2000 away end, if quite a chunk of it, people are singing it, then it snowballs, so more people will sing it. But at the moment, if it's 10 people and you think that's the 10 people who threw them tennis balls on, then you're probably going to go, don't really want to be associated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily, oh. but. Obviously, they're, they're anonymous for a reason, aren't they? They're anonymous for a reason, and that's their that's their uh, prerogative. They can they can do that, but obviously, a lot of the online thing is how can you back somebody or a group who you don't know who they are. Um, but I get it. Could, I get it, why. it could just be a load of Blades fans having a load of banter, it, uh, and we it, don't know. We don't know. Of course, it could, but it's it's if there's going to come a point, and I I feel with that statement, with what they've said, and some of you're right, some of the incendiary things to Chancery that they've said, they have gone, right, this is it. Then I would imagine that in the next week or two that names we will come out. Some movement. We should I, we, I because purely because that, that statement they've put out today is pretty pretty damning. Um, but that's the next step. That, and that is the next it, step. It has to be because they'll they can go what what is it now? It's been a couple of three three, four months now. Mm-hmm. Three months they've been going after something like that, and, and, we, still, and we still and don't know, know that it's not an eleven-year-old in his bedroom. We don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think it's that. I do think it's some uh, grown-ass adults that are doing it. Um, it could be Mark Pips Morale. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. There's, there's going to come a point that, and and if they've said they've they've heard or spoken or um, they they know insider things of of some sort of consortium or buyers for the club. Uh, they're obviously going to throw their weight behind whoever it is p- purely. Do they care who it is, though? That's another question. They are so vociferous. I nearly said it again. Vociferous. I, I don't know why I try and say you, it. Ash, say you it. got incendiary in earlier on as well. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Ash, that yeah. was good. In, in their wanting of uh, the owner out, are they bothered who who is going to be coming in? Do you know, like, if there is three or in four, it, if there is three or four concert, consortiums, are they just going to throw their weight behind anybody? Uh, anybody like other than Chancera? Yeah. I don't know. Mark the, the, morale taking yeah. the money out of his building society account. The only other thing I'd say on this um, to, to to offer a little bit of a balance is that if let's yeah, say it all happens, I've spoken yeah. about it too much. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's say it all happens, and I don't know the the. the for example, and it won't be them, it won't be that because it can't be. It's a consortium that are consulting with a group by all accounts. If it were Red Bull coming in, 
And this had been, you know, the, the big fantasy sort of thing that rules in, lenses in, Pedersen's in, if, if it were Red Bull, and they were going to come in and chuck millions at, at, at the club. That doesn't mean under everything that is happening in terms of profit and sustainability, in terms of redeveloping the ground, in terms of infrastructure and everything else, that doesn't mean that overnight we become a top-end championship club. Do you know what I mean? So a, a change in ownership doesn't change absolutely everything overnight because we are in we are in the shit because we've been mismanaged for and it's not just chance here. You can go all the way back to you know two thousand to the late nineties where we're going back to the late nineties when we the, the decline of the Premier League era. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So we're going all that way back to suddenly think that we can get somebody in that's going to overhaul things because we're going to have a consortium and that's going to play this. But I think, in this, I think the, the difference other, is, though, Stevie, is that Red Bull have done it with other clubs. Like, they've got previous in turning they have provincial clubs into, into a bit of a European force. Chan Chansuri is the boat what cans tuna. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're, and, but you don't seem to have learnt out in the last eight years. Mate, you're absolutely right. But if you look at the Red Bull model, it doesn't happen overnight. Do you know what I mean? That's that. No, that's where we are. Still have a load of shitheads going. Red Bull get out in that club, and <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Because exactly, exactly. So yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. Right, listen. I've got two more things to talk about. Um, Stevie, tell me about your Twitter poll. I want you to tell me all about it. Oh, my Twitter poll. Did, uh, you, you had a Twitter poll, didn't you? Ash, Ash, you said I gave it Ash. Oh, Ash. oh David, tell us about Stevie's Twitter poll. Oh no, you've got me got me going there now. Hang on, what, what, I can't what, even what, remember what. Why are they trying to find that, Holly? Are those uh, lights from Wilkinsons or Woolworths? Or did you, did <laughs> Answer you me this: Are you a tinsel man or a non-tinsel man on the tree? I kind of buy tinsel. It does me <sighs> adding. It does me adding. I like I like those really clean looking Christmas trees that are like gold and Boring. silver. And they've only got like yeah, the ones the Wait. ones that look like the ones that look like an elf stone up on it, like yours. I'm. You know, yours has got more of a family sense to it. I like, I like clean things. They're just like minimalistic. It's this isn't even all of the baubles. <laughs> so you're missing baubles. There's more. I, I got it. Well, I got it. well, okay. So listen, uh, while we move seamlessly to Ash to tell us about the Twitter poll that Stevie <laughs> did, uh, other other bauble purveyors are available. Right. So. Stuck a poll out on, I believe it was Saturday night, um, mm -hmm. for Twitter to get involved in, and I thought we'd uh, just have a, a quick five-minute discussion of the uh, results. Go on. So, basically, what it was is, because obviously we're not doing the greatest on, on the, uh, the pitch at the minute, uh, and there is quite a quite a number of players that haven't really been given the chance for whatever reason it is under Danny Rule. Um, we thought, which players of, of these four, I'm going to say, would you like to be brought into being given a chance. Mm -hmm. So the players were Gregory, Vasquez, Palmer and James. So we had uh, 673 votes and 49.9%, mm -hmm. which is a, a hefty majority, went for Vasquez. And then followed by Greg, Gregory, Palmer, then James coming in last. So obviously that may be heavily swayed by what happened on Saturday. Or yep. it may have been what's happened, obviously, previously. But uh, nearly 49.9% reckon that we should change the goalkeeper. Do you, do you know what? I, I, those four players, Ash, I actually click Reese James. Right, for, for Famiwo, that left back, yeah. yeah. I, I thought mm -hmm. oh, that's what we're missing. 
What do you think about that age? I love I love Reese James on lots of different levels. Some of them not even based on football. I really love him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really really love him. But a bit like with um, Ehekwa and Smith, what's the reason that Blackpool didn't want him in the championship? Like they were in the championship and they let us have him, and then they were like, and then. And they got relegated. <laughs> yeah, they weren't even good, and they didn't even still, they still didn't want him. I just so we'd rather play somebody who don't normally play there there than like two managers would rather do that than play Reese James there. I so you saying would, out of them? I'd let him do anything, but you know, Listen, it's a family show. We, we, all right, we might f and Jeff a bit, but come on now, babe. Uh, so who, who, out of those four, then H, who, who are you thinking? Vasquez, Gregory. Palmer, Palmer or James? Or James. Mm. Are we even <laughs> um, bothering asking Stevie this question? Are we bothering? Holly didn't vote. I didn't vote. Oh, you goddamn bitch. Ash, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ash, out of those four? I, I know you're the uh, you're the ideas guy, but I want an opinion out of you on something. Go on. Um, I'm just looking at the... Obviously, we're misfiring up top. Gregory got a few goals in League One, but he is a year older. He hasn't really got the legs. It all depends on how you're going to play. If you're going to have him holding the ball up and having Masaba on one side and Gasama on the other or Windass on the other, and, and I don't know, and attack it like that. Um, I feel par. I feel feel I offer it right back is a better option than Palmer. Um, and same again at left back. I feel for Mayo is a better option than James at left back. And so I'd, I'd change the keeper, Vasquez. I'm not saying that he's a. I just, yeah, Vasquez. <laughs> even though, even even though he didn't pull up, he played the first what was it, eight nine matches for uh, Cisco and didn't pull up no trees really, did he? But I'm on board with that reasoning, Ash. I'm going with what Ash says. <laughs> uh, Steve, we're not, we're not going to come to you on this one. Right, coming up midweek, we've got uh, Leicester City at home. Uh, Stevie, how, how do you think we're going to fare? Um, we're going to lose. Um, Heavily? And we'll probably, lo- yeah, 3 4 1. Um, Brilliant. I, I, I just can't see I, I can't see anything other than a heavy loss. Um, I'd like to think that we'll, you know, be that sort of romantic story of us playing the top of the league and then we end up getting a last minute winner. And then that's the moment that the season turns and we go from there and realise that we've actually got, you know, if I only had a heart, only had a brain, uh, only had a bit of, you know, this, that and the other. Um, but it's, uh, it's reality is it's not going to happen, is it? Jamie Vardy's going to come and break my heart. He is, he is. Uh, but Brett, talking about breaking your heart in a different way, uh, Ollie, um, do you think he, he will come and, you know, Get get close to where you're sitting, and you get the. I'll be, my, <laughs> I'll be sat on my own as well, so it's just going to be eyeballing me. It's just going to be the worst thing. I mean, be let, 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 let's be honest. His missus is an absolute wrongen, so he might he might keep his eye out, like might keep his options open, like. Uh, but you will end up in court for stitching up Colleen Rooney. Can we take a forfeit in that game? Because I think I'd take three 0 now. <laughs> you take three 0 now. Uh, okay, that's, uh, I, I usually I like to if you can believe it, you can achieve it. But I, I can't. I, mm, it's gonna be bad. Ash, <laughs> Ash give, give me some, give me some good news because it's all doom and gloom down there. Right, 
Oh, Go yeah. on, Ash. I'm going to take you back. Stay with me. I'm going to take you back. I might be wrong. Sometime in March last year, Sunday afternoon, top of the table plays bottom of the table. Are you with me still? Live on <laughs> Still with me? Yeah? Fairy tales, mate, are there. I'm telling you. I've got a feeling. It happened last year. Sorry, it happened this year. Last season. It can happen again. <laughs> so you're basically saying we're going to forest green the fuck out of Leicester on Wednesday. We are forest green. You're giving us an example of us being shit to say that we won't be shit. <laughs> is that is that one nil, Ash? Is that what you're going for? Just an absolute smash and grab? <laughs> one nil smash and grab. I was on my ass until I spoke, and now I'm like, yeah, we're going to win 5-0. Uh, imagine, just imagine. I'm going to put some uplifting music on while he was saying I'm going to put some uplifting music on when I do the edit now. That's what sounds the, uh, the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, actually, if you do get the opportunity to listen back, if you listen to the last five minutes of our pre-Millwall show, you will hear us all suggest that Sheffield Wednesday are going to win 2-3-0 uh, against <laughs> Millwall at home because we're due a massive win, which is actually quite fun. Listen, thanks a lot for staying with us. Thanks a lot to I, Ash, Holly and Stevie. Ash has got business. some other business. Hold line, oh, caller. Hold the line. So, I don't know if you've seen on our social medias and everything that we have a raffle running, everybody. So there is a chance, yeah, there's a chance to win a squad-signed home shirt, like the one that Daniel's got over his right shoulder there. Um, it was £2 a chuck. Uh, we are always tweeting out all the uh, link and everything. So please, if you can, afford it, because that's the most important thing. Only if you've got a spare couple of quid can you uh, do us a huge, huge favour and buy us a raffle ticket, because, uh, as you know, we are trying to do some good things. So, yeah, Holly would really needs appreciate some new Christmas it. decorations. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you very much. Yeah, please do. Um, yeah, it's all over our social medias and everything. So, yeah, two pound a chuck. Why not? Ash, why not? Thank you for that. And thank you for the work you do for the community project. So, in, in the true vein, I'm going to let you do it. Give me the see you later. Give it to me. Go on. I'll see you real soon. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The oh, what a goal! It's absolutely world class from Marcus Trudeau! Trudeau! Johnson puts it in the air. Aiden Fred wins the goal! It's the goal! It's still with Lee Gregory. He's in the box. Tries to screw him. Is it going to be there? Yes! Yeah! Yeah! Oh my word! The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. 
let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.